Well, hello and welcome to the Ramon Foster Show, the Rapid Fire Friday edition. What are you smiling about over there? Man, I see a comment that's phenomenal already, man. It's a real good one. It was actually hilarious, too, Let's man. have it. Let's it's have it. It's this one right here from Mark. Keanu Ben needs not to eat all weekend. We need him hungry for Monday night. Oh, he, he definitely needs to be hungry. Yeah. Um, and so do Isaiah Loudermilk, Montrevious Adams. Uh, Marvin Leal, Armin Watts is going to be active. Yeah, uh, yeah, Leal needs to stay healthy too here. And now Larry Ogunjobi today was downgraded to out yeah. of the practice with his foot issue. So no Cam, no Larry O, but they've still got Nick Chubb on the other side. <laughs> hey, hey, it's a young guy emergence. We knew this was on the way at some point in time. Did we not, DK? We definitely did. Yeah, it is about time. You know what? Let's go ahead and start this thing on up, DK. Why are we going to play around on a Friday for, man? I agree with that. Let's go. Let's go. Oh! Oh no! <laughs> what a dumb. Watch how it's done on the Casey Kester bell. You ready? Do it. Do it. Here, here, the smoothness, it's the crispness. Subtle. Okay. You see how how since I hijacked the Casey Kester bell from you, I can show you up with this anytime. <laughs> you can. It's so pleasant too. I mean, you know, it, you're not even working that hard for that ding right there, DKL. DK, I call you DKL, calling you the bell, man. That's right. It's somewhere in between. What a dud. The man. arg was better than the bell. The arg was outstanding. Because I knew I let y'all down, man. That was terrible, DK. Dollar Bills, dud. He's right, man. Golly. That I was really, terrible. Yeah. Wayne Williams says, okay, everyone. New game and a new chance for growth and then yeah. consistency. Happy Friday. Hey, I'll tell you what. Wayne's on to something because if I'm going to say this till I'm blue in the face Monday night, Do if it. they win, I don't care how it's going to be happy land around here. No one's going to be complaining about what the methodology was, who was good, who was bad, who coordinated, who quarterbacked, anything. It's just going to be one and one start over again. No doubt about it, DK. I've already seen some. Uh, I've already seen some fire Matt Canada. I was like, oh man, we already got a deal. We already got a deal with it. He ain't even got two games under him yet, DK. Uh, that's, that's insane. But Hey, we're here now, man. Of course, football, it, it toys at our emotional strings, DK. And I'm here for it too, man. This is why I played the game. And truthfully is why I love the game too. The, the emotional side of it is what gets you going. If you built for it, I will say that too. If you are built for it, let's talk about the front seven today, Moan. It's not just going to be the, the down linemen who have to get this done. They're the most important, but let's talk about all of the front seven. Uh, what did you see with the outside linebackers tackling, uh, stopping the run or slowing the run against San Francisco? Jeez, I just saw a clinic, man. Somebody posted um, some highlights of Trent Williams just honestly having a day with the outside it's linebackers. It's what he does. It is, man. <laughs> but, like, where is the fight? And I know every play wasn't like that highlight I saw of him doing work, but mm -hmm. it was below the line. He moved and created gaps for guys and got to the second and third level. He was getting to the third level. Now, I know we're talking about a potential Hall of Fame guy when we're speaking. No, ain't no potential. Oh, potential. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not potential. Flag on the play for me, okay? Yeah. You know, this dude's the first ballot Hall of Famer. 
but they saw what real ball looks like. And I'll say this, uh, for a team that's trying to figure out what they are in this week of misery, uh, no matter what, I, I got a feeling, DK, that locker room is still feeling <laughs> the remnants of what happened last week and bandages are still being peeled off and rehashed and reapplied with this team, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to how they respond because there's only a, one way you respond to this, DK. Is is to go back at somebody else. Okay, the big bully came into town and knocked you on your butt. Well, guess what? Respond to it. That's what we're looking at right now, DK. They got to respond. The outside linebackers are part of what has to respond. I see a lot of mention on here about the inside linebackers. It's kind of Captain Obvious stuff. Same thing with the D-line. But I'll tell you what. I had a brief talk this week with Marcus Golden, who I thought did a really good job of coming inside, coming across to make plays on run defense. Uh, not all edge guys do that. Uh, edge, a lot of edge guys will just say, hey, man, I was going after the quarterback. Yeah. That, you were that, supposed to stop the run. Well, that is the case, though, too. But there's edges that have to be set, and they weren't set. I saw that offensive line with the 49ers move people around, DK. If we're talking about outside or inside linebackers. Hey, we're talking about the D-line, the same D-line that is Cam Hayward-less that could not find their bearings in it. It's one thing, DK, to get beat. It's another thing to get pushed around. I think that's what we are uh, looking at this weekend to see. We'll all get an opportunity to view this. I even said to myself, I'll be live tweeting from this game just on the basis of um, I'll be I'll have a free night to do this, and it's for the world to see. And I'm watching that offense, uh, that defensive line and how they respond. Yes, they're young, not as much as experience as you hope they have, without Cam or the leadership. But if you're built for this and you understand what's in front of you as far as you being a pro playing in the AFC North, you'll salivate at this. This is where guys can steal reps. And I'll say this from Cam, and I've seen in the comments too already, DK. That's one thing I love about us doing this show live. Mm -hmm. uh, people express how they feel to a group that kind of want to hear them. Yeah. Larry O stand on the field. That's the thing, DK. I know it's a hundred percent injury rate, but I, I like the idea that there's an expectation. I know that's got to be true too from the coaches. So uh, if Larry Ogunjobi wasn't a hundred percent last week with this foot, because he has some lingering stuff, then this is why coaches are paid to hold guys out. This is also why players have to be DK. You have to be honest with yourself as a player at that position. You can't go out there on one wheel, man. If he was, unless it happened in the game. All kinds of gift memberships coming in. Daniel Pike with 10. Yeah. Uh, George comes in with one. AJ Dub comes in with 10. Yes. Uh, we're off to a heck of a start today. Uh, AJ, uh, uh, a magnificent B word, is also uh, a member now, too. See, I think you can say bastard now because, bastard. Of, because of the movie. What? Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards. Once, oh. once they made the movie, like you can just say bastard now. It's not a big deal. You know, with my day job, I don't know which words I can and can't say on the radio. So I refrain from saying all words that I think are red flags. <laughs> Only thing I will say is hell that time. But I'm like, I know we try to keep this thing as clean as possible, DK. So I, I, I error. This? this is your show. I know. But <laughs> like, and on YouTube, we can say any word we want to, DK. Much. But I try to keep it clean because I know this for a fact. And we've had some uh, parents say that they have their kids in the car listening to us. So we'll keep it clean. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Brian comes in with a nine ninety nine contribution and says, "Hey Moan, why don't we use Braden Fajoko? His game is stopping the run. He doesn't have much pass rush, but he can take up blockers and keep our linebackers clean to make plays. Yeah, he didn't even get a hat. He didn't get a hat, man. That's very true. Uh, Fajoko. Uh, there's always one or two things that have to come into play for guys getting uh, hats on game day. Like you have to realize, there's a lot of stuff, Brian. Great question too, and I'm gonna go into depth about this one just because." There's a lot of things that go on behind the scene that, that fan bases don't usually know about. That may be practice habits. That may be weight. That may be, hey, they look good in those settings like preseason, but not necessarily in a position to where they can actually, you know, uh, uh, do the assignment that they're asked to do. Uh, so it's usually one or two or three of those things as to why a guy may or may not get a hat. And you also got to look at it too matchup-wise. For Hoko, do you – Want him out. He's a plug, right, DK? Mm-hmm. Catching him in adverse situations while he's playing the plug role and they get a first down. I mean, they 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 go no huddle on him. That's a uh that's a hindrance to your defense. So it's one of more of those things, is what I would tell you, Brian. It is Rapid Fire Friday, and we're gonna yes. get right to that. And in general, the only segment that matters, which is uh which is what? Which is the Hey Moan segment, DK. All right, we'll do that next. Let's do it. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. And it's time for the only segment that matters. That would be the Hey Moan segment, uh, a Rapid Fire Friday edition. We're going to be asking quick, specific questions. Moan's going to come back with quick, specific answers. But we're going to start today with a special guest here in the shop, David Reed from Birmingham, England. Oh, wow. Yeah, he came over to see a whole bunch of sports. Uh, he's going to check out a few Pirates games. He's going to be here for the Steelers game. You were on long enough for the Penguins to open training camp next Thursday. No, okay. So oh, he's oh. going to pull off a real hat trick. Oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to turn it over here to David, and he's got one for you. Let's do it, DK. Yeah, hey, Mike. Hey, David. Welcome to America, man. Thank you. It's good to be back here. Thank you. Uh, it's great oh, to be on with you. Um yeah, just a, a quick question, Will, from a sort of a Cleveland perspective. Obviously, they've had to make a change at right tackle this week. Warren Jones, the very big, very talented rookie coming in. Where else do we see the threat from Cleveland outside of Nick Chubb on that offensive side? On the offensive side, uh, uh, Mark Cooper, definitely. Yeah. With our secondary and depending on how this rush looks this week, it's going to be very important to see how we get after him, man. And I would even throw Deshaun Watson in. You Mm -hmm. now have the ability – well, Cleveland has had the ability of having Deshaun Watson for one calendar year inside of the locker room, figuring out the chemistry with the wide receivers, how to run that offense, and having the ability to uh, be a guy that wins them games. He was part of the reason why they won them games last week, man. But not only just him, uh, watching Jedrick Willis, uh, if he plays this weekend and how he protects them, getting to Deshaun is – a whole lot better. If we get to Deshaun, there's a better chance of us winning because he's scrambling. I think yeah. the rush can do it, but Deshaun definitely playing a part in it. And I would even go David and Joku too. 
that linebacker yeah. group of ours will be challenged again. I don't think Kittle had a big day for the 49ers last weekend. And David Njoku is one of those types of, of tight ends that can burn you. So it's going to be very fascinating watching how we cover him up while trying to also um, stop the run. The thing yeah. that you're going to run into with David Njoku being out there and one of our linebackers, whether it be Landon, whether that be Quan, or whether it be Cole Holcomb, is this. Who can cover him if we're looking to stop the run? Because David Njoku is out there in run sets. He can be a running, uh, run blocking tight end if asked to. That ain't his strong suit, but he can get the job done doing that. So that's going to be very fascinating watching it. Great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a challenge again. Another challenge another week. Yeah. It's AFC North ball, yeah. man. This is what they signed up for. Yeah. Definitely. Great. Thanks, David. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Love to saw it to you. Take care. Thanks. Thank man. you. You too. Be safe. Enjoy it. Right. How do you do, Moan? That was a real smart football question, DK. Better than any question you ever asked on this show. Yeah, well, oh, really? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for a second. <laughs> you don't take your job. You keep letting people on. You take your job, DK. I see how it goes around here. I yeah, see how it goes. Yeah. One and done. Robert comes back again today, man. Uh, that's where we had our deep conversation yesterday. Mm. Yeah, definitely, man. Welcome back to the show. Hey, we're here mm -hmm. for a good time, baby. Justin Works says, hey, Moan, I don't want to beat a dead Canada, but let me come at this a little bit differently. How would you feel if you were playing for this OC? Ooh, ooh. We had a uh, very, we, I'll say very interesting offensive line coach one year, uh, and we knew that too to be the case. And the conversation was, hold it together. Hold it together. Let's just say it doesn't work for Canada this year. Hold it together. Hold it together. Go control what we can control. A person call the plays or whether it was blocking scheme for us, guess what you do? You have to call and run. The, you have to run those plays, okay? And whether they're successful or not or whether the scheme is set up for success or not, DK, I think that's where a lot of our fan base is asking. Is his play calling and scheme set up for us to win? Because looking at what Kyle Shanahan did last week, you mentioned the linebackers going, I mean, their they're wide receivers going in front and behind of the, the middle linebackers. Where is the variety? How do you get past that? Is Kenny in a spot to where he can go off script a little bit, DK? Or do you have to put pressure on the opposing defense as a team to say, we're going to run no huddle. We're going to do these types of things when they come into trying to find success. There is not much you can do. You can walk up to them and say, hey, you suck as an OC just means you might just get fired also. In the NFL, players usually stick around longer than coaches. If he don't work, y'all, it's just simply this. You'll have a different guy next year, I hope. One would imagine Hanover Fist points out that I've yet to pay the bills. Yeah, you got to do that. That's fine. We're going to take care of that because this weekend, and really Monday night as well, at the Get-Go Cafe and Market, Quality is at the core of every menu item. Three expert chefs fine-tune every detail so that every sub, burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for crave-ability. Order your favorite entry at the Get-Go Cafe and Market today. Better, Better believe, believe it. it. Yeah. Randy Wagner says, we were hoping Matt Canada would progress in his third year. One game, and I've lost my confidence. Oh, my bad. My bad, DK. I'm over here mouse happy, man. Keep uh, going here. Mean, Andrew Stafford. I didn't, I didn't mean to put that up there. George Pickens and Darnell Washington were getting open. 
Kenny hits him this week, and it opens up the run game for Najee and Jalen to do some work. Or, hey, the other way around, right? Andrew, you're a smart man. The efficiency of this offense is what we didn't see. The the, the biggest conversation I think everybody's had this week, and it's fair to call them out, too. That's, it's, not, it's okay to do that as fans and as members of this community. Kenny got to show up. I know it's week two, but, dude, you got to show up. A lot of people is going to contribute that 2021 draft as a week draft anyway, right, DK? Mm-hmm. A lot of people say that. Kenny, prove them wrong. Like, there's a sense of pride that goes into this thing too, man. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what they're going to do. Uh, but, yeah, uh, we and then also to go back to hand over fist, we were expecting Matt Canada in year three to give us a little bit more. Don't give us full goal when it comes down to uh, calling it the way you did in preseason. I know it was vanilla and everything else, but come on. Jay Mighty says, okay, guys, I'm going to the game Monday. I need a place near the stadium to eat. That's not perfect. No, don't be eating near the stadium. Come downtown. Come to Market Square. Do things right. This is Pittsburgh. That over there is just a – it's just their stadiums. It's commercial. It's chains. It's – come on down here. There's an oyster house down here, 150 years old. There's Permanis down here. Come on down. Mm-hmm. And it's not a long walk either from downtown across walk. the bridge. Heck no. Or you yeah. take the subway and you're there in three minutes. Absolutely. It's free. Man. Yep, absolutely. Can't beat that. Mike says, hey, Moan, I understand you need a bit of a run game to pull off a good boot or a waggle, but can't we get into some rollouts? I thought the Steelers were bad under Canada because Ben couldn't move. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Y'all remember that conversation mm-hmm. where y'all wanted, well, a lot of people wanted Ben out because of the immobility they thought he had. Kenny is a very mobile guy. If we're not utilizing that, that's flagrant. Uh, that's, a, that's, that's, that's a yellow flag on the field. That's a red car for you soccer buffs out there, okay? Uh, you do have to move the pocket with him. If you think this game and matchup with the Browns is going to be uh, to the advantage of, of of Cleveland because of their rush and Miles Garrett, guess what you do? Move the pocket around. Uh, let him throw to the sideline. Those types of things. The comebacks have to be good this week. But also this, Kenny has to make sure that he's on. That I, I, I will not get off that soapbox. Kenny's got to make sure that he's on, DK. He does. You know, it really isn't that complicated. You know, there's a couple of things that have to happen in this game or else all the other little intricacies just go poof. Poof. The quarterback has to throw the ball where he wants to throw the ball. Yeah. Okay? If that doesn't happen, forget it. Mm -hmm. Just forget anything. If the defensive line or the defensive front doesn't tackle, doesn't move on their gaps, doesn't get their way to Nick Chubb, and then at least limit him. You're not going to no. stop him, but limit no. him. No, there's, absolutely. There's, there's nothing to talk about here. No, there's, there's no conversation. Uh, Luke says, hey, Moan, how much will Desmond King be used on Monday? Uh, all hands on deck. Desmond King is a, is a, uh, a physical DB, uh, smart guy also. Opportunity always presents itself when you lose. So if that's the case of an opportunity showing up because of the way they lost last weekend and guys being hurt a little bit, you use them. Uh, all hands on deck. Y'all hear the famous saying that Coach Thomas says, I want volunteers and not hostages. I know Desmond King is a volunteer, but let's also say and remember this too. Uh, he's new. Better make sure he's up to speed on everything and understand what this game entails as far as playing against a divisional foe like the Cleveland Browns. It will be a messy game. You know what? I say bring that. This this group is probably looking to take somebody to the deep end because they got took to the deep end last weekend. John Knox says, in theory, could Kenny just ignore the plays coming in the headset and call his own plays in the days of yore? No, there's no days of yore here. And there, 
skip past the narratives, everybody. He couldn't throw the ball straight. He could not. Okay, there's no coordinator involved in that process. He couldn't throw the ball straight. If he had Andy Reid calling the plays for him, it wouldn't matter if he didn't throw the ball straight. Yeah, uh, he just can't. He's got to have a real short memory. He does. Absolutely does. Film needed to be his biggest friend this week. Uh, and, and that's simply how it goes, DK and listeners. Film needs to be, and he needs to be brutally honest with himself about how iffy he was last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian says, uh, oh, we already got this one. The, yeah, the one Hoko. on, the yeah, one on Fahoko. Fahoko. Yeah, yes. I'm looking down here at Phil. He says, hey, Mona, DK, my brother and I are coming down from Montreal this weekend for our first live game Steelers fan since 94. Any suggestions for pre-slash-post-game festivities? We, oui, mon ami. <laughs> hey, uh, bienvenue o our store okay. <laughs> free pub free pub on your own network dk that's eight years of french and two annual trips to montreal at work right there do you like that that was pretty good man hey philip also after you visit the store hit a parking lot it's a very inviting fan base man if you hit a tailgate of somebody's play some cornhole uh I, I would say if you're not downtown near dk go towards the stadium in the parking lots. That's where you want to see the pyramids is. I'll never forget coming off that ramp, DK, into uh, the stadium and seeing all that smoke and those, those picnic tables filled with alcohol and the grills going and everybody throwing the football around. I did say, gosh, I wonder what that's like. But I got to go do a job inside that stadium. Yeah, come downtown. Come to Market Square. You can stand in the middle of the square and look around and take your pick of a great place to eat, a very Pittsburgh place to eat. And then from there, as Moan is saying, you know, the gateway station on the yeah. subway is is right there. It's just the base of Market Square. It's free, no tickets, no nothing, beautiful, clean, safe, all that other stuff. And you're there at the stadium in three minutes. From there, you get off the train, and you can just randomly walk up to one of these tailgates that Moan is talking about and tell them you came down from Montreal. This is your first game. You've been a Steelers fan for 30 years. They'll love you. They'll They'll twirl a pig for you. Yeah, uh, even you know? that too. I would say this: if you get in earlier, man, Saturdays in the strip district. I liked Saturdays in the strip. About nine, ten o'clock in the morning, everybody's up and buzzing, man. I, oh, I they're lo- buzzing, all right. <laughs> I love the strip district. So find yeah. your way through there too. What's the name of the strip district? Main Street. It's uh, just well, Smallman, but Smallman, Smallman, Smallman and Penn. Either one of it. You go right, and again, it's adjacent to downtown. It's, it is. It's right next to it. When downtown ends at Eleventh Street, the strip begins. Uh, Evan says, hey, Moan, is it better to have a bad loss like that as a player in week one after an electric preseason or better to have that loss in the middle of the year? I'm trying to find some silver lining, says Evan. <laughs> You're a lot like me, Evan, okay? You're a lot like me, man. I'd, I'd say it sucks to have a bad loss like that earlier, early in the season, because it confuses you. You've led up everything from training camp to be, DK, we called it a, a perfect did we not a perfect preseason? So now I mean, it you, was all you, three phases. It was. Now you need it. This is where the leadership takes over a little bit. And, and I would charge Coach Tomlin in that too. Like reshape this team's mind to get around what week one was. Uh, is it better to happen early? Yeah, if you bounce back from a win. That's that's even better right there. The only thing that sucks about this is this to me, man. Um, you started off the season this bad. You know, if it happened after a dub, okay, cool. Well, we already got one in our belt. 0-1 sucks, but there's, other, there's, what, 16 teams now with that plus. 
Rick comes in and says, uh, hey, Moan, I'm coming up from Florida to see my hometown team upset the Brownies. My niece Angela got me field passes, and I will be proudly wearing my Ramon Foster show gray hoodie. Yeah, Angela. If that's Angela that works in the PR department, man, tell her I said what's up to us. That would, that's that would have to be Angela. Has to be Angela, yeah. man. I, I don't think- know of anybody else who... <laughs> Who would be empowered to be passing out field passes? I think she's a Gator fan, too. Will you be sure to tell her, uh, go Vols, because we played them Saturday night, too, by the way. Rick, you have to show Angela the the, the hoodie. You're going to have to trust me on that. You'll get a really good reaction out of that one. If you want a hoodie, you can get that for yourself at dkps.net slash Ramon Shop, one word, R-A-M-O-N-S-H-O-P. Lots of good stuff there, not just hoodies. Uh, stickers, mugs, uh, good, good stuff. DKPS.net slash Ramon shop. I had it up here briefly, but it's worth emphasizing to become a member, go to DKPS.net slash join. That's just a member of our channel. Mm -hmm. Uh, That means the Ramon show. That means Matt Williamson scouts. eye. it means my daily shots in the morning. We now have, I know that was why my eyebrows went up. I wasn't aware of that. She put it on the screen here. Uh, hey, thank y'all, man. And seriously, for the memberships and everything that's been passed out, I saw somebody said, I'm not at the uncle's table anymore. <laughs> that was solid right there. No, no, no. That's good stuff here. Uh, AJ comes in with a $20 contribution. I appreciate it. In addition to AJ giving out some gifts earlier in the show, says, great to hang out after the credits. <laughs> Thanks. Those are all the good stuff is, isn't it? <laughs> it, is, it uh, is. Looking forward to another guest someday. Uh, hey, Moan and DK, rapid fire. How's the green dot situation evolving? Uh, has Highsmith ever been on that rotation? Uh, Highsmith, I doubt it. Most outside guys usually don't do that. It's usually a middle linebacker that has that role. Got to be in the middle of the field. Have to be in the middle of the field. Uh, and somebody is going to be out there at all times, too. Alex comes out of the game, you know. Uh, what, what is Max Stark's pregame? I think we all going to be paying attention this week, right, DK? And- oh, yeah. And you know I've said this. I hate dealing with athletes on my show here in Nashville. Go ahead. Max called him, okay, early in the morning. Didn't pick up. This was this was today, right? Yes. Oh, he, is this is this true? Yes, it's true. He called me back. It's like, hey, man, man, I'm sorry, dude. I was asleep. <laughs> I didn't hear my phone. I told. I knew it, DK. It was it's, it was six o'clock in the morning where he was. To his defense. You should have had a line ready for him. Max, you know, I had the feeling that you weren't ready to play. I was on air talking to you Max Starks on my phone. You could have said that, oh, though. My gosh. How do you pass up that line? I missed it. I missed my shot with Max, but he won't <laughs> miss his flight to Pittsburgh this weekend. Well, on Monday, I'll tell you that much. We'll be tuning in to hear what Max has to say. Andrew Stafford is predicting that Landon Roberts is going to knock Nick Chubb into week four on the first series, and it's game over for the Browns. Hey, you know what? It's going to take something. <laughs> okay, I'm certainly not advocating for Chubb or anybody to get knocked into any week, uh, you know, because that involves an injury and that involves a, okay, okay, I see that face over there. Okay, Listen, savages here's the, in here's here. the problem, Moan. You okay, can make that face when I say stuff like that, but I covered 11 years of you playing football, and I saw some of the stuff you did out there. You, This nice guy <laughs> thing, you can sell this to the audience, okay? I get it. <laughs> but I saw what was real. Okay, I covered you playing AFC North football. There were some bad things happening out there. It was. It was. So I'm with Andrew here, man. 
Andrew, I hope he Landon does knocks him into week four is what I'm telling you. You hear me? Like, this is football. If, if, if we can mock each other and they can say crazy things about Ben and throw batteries and pour beer on us if we're coming out of the, uh, out of the tunnel, Andrew, you are not wrong, okay? As long as it's clean, as long as it's within the, the spirit of the game. Hey, my brethren, I'm sorry about that. Uh, see you later in the year is where I'm at with that, man. Screw that, DK. I know I know where you're at, though. Brett Harmon says, I'm curious what fan base will be the majority at Accursure Stadium. Steelers fans aren't happy. Well, hang on a second. Steelers fans are the ones that caused that problem. Yeah. I, no, I mean, really, don't sell your tickets. Don't sell. You know, come to the game or sell them to Steelers fans. Mm-hmm. That's not That's not something where you can say after the fact, Steelers fans aren't happy. Steelers fans created the problem. 49ers fans did not begin the equation with those tickets in their hands. Right. That that started in Pittsburgh, did he not, DK? Uh, you always start off with the tickets in the hands of the season ticket holders. This happened because of the season, the Steelers season ticket holders. If that offends somebody, so be it. That's just a fact. It's not even yeah. an opinion. Uh, lifted one says, I'm traveling to the game from Sacktown. What is that? Sacramento? Is that Sacramento. Yeah. Can you all recommend an affordable hotel? Hey, guys, I'll save you all kinds of trouble. Every time you have one of these questions, look on a Google Maps. Downtown Pittsburgh is only a mile and a quarter long. Okay? Yeah. It runs from the Point Fountain to Grant Street. Everything is there. Everything yeah. is there, including all the hotels, a, a broad selection of hotels, a broad array of prices. It is. You get a four-star hotel right across the street that is really, really expensive. It's where the movie stars stay when they come into town. I know that one. And the visiting teams stay here, too. Yeah. Um, But but to DJ's... I call you DJ. Words are killing me today, okay? It's knocking me into week four. Lifted one. Seriously, downtown Pittsburgh has plenty, and the options, like DK say, are are high as far as uh, you being able to find an affordable spot, man. By the way, sack time, man. I got to make it out there, DK. I've never been out there, man. I I had to spend um, two weeks out there once covering U.S. Olympic track trials, which are held there... Uh, every for every summer Olympics. Okay, that's that's uh that's been one of Sacramento's claims to fame. There is that all of the track trials, all of the track and field, everything has to run through there before you make it uh, to the Olympics. Here, uh, I see one's <laughs> real interesting. Oh, go ahead, grab this one first. Hey, it's Moan, the how, same thing. how huge is? Oh, okay. Yeah, how huge is CA three? Not not huge at all. He's a, he's, <laughs> he's, a, a small he's one of your individual. legs. <laughs> yeah, he's one of my legs, man. He might be a buck seventy five, man, soaking wet. But it Ooh. also takes me to uh, Brian Jonker's comment too, where he's talking about Calvin Austin the third. Uh, why can't we have Calvin Austin third in motion at the snap of the ball, then run his route? That could that involves creativity. That involves a guy willing to open up the the book a little bit more. Uh, that to me, if you got a guy that's very Tyreek or, you know, that style of guy, move him, create matchups for him to win. Uh, that, that, that is something that I'm, I'm curious to see happening moving forward because that little end around they gave him, not what I was expecting out of Calvin Austin, the third, as far as him getting the ball, uh, there needs to be a little bit more creativity. If you're going to involve him in the offense, I told you, I want him in the offense. I don't need Calvin Austin to be gimmicky. Donnan asks, DK, do you think the team looks ready for Monday? You know, I I have some uh, 
written coverage on this subject on DK Pittsburgh Sports today. It's in our Friday Insider feature. And to summarize that here in a sentence or two, they're extremely oh, – what's the word I'm looking for here? What's the one I used, actually? It was tight. Okay. Uh, I've heard Mike Tomlin saying to them, stay loose, stay loose. Uh, Moan, go ahead and, and try to explain what he means when he says that. You were there for 11 years. He know guys are thinking about what happened last week. He know guys want to get back out there again in anticipation of getting to Monday night. Like In that locker room before they come out of that tunnel for the last time before the game start, guys going to be juiced. Uh, just simply because it's Monday night football, but all of the commentators talking, going to be talking about how they got their face knocked in. I mm-hmm. think Ryan Clark's on that coverage with uh, the four-letter network on Monday Night Football. Can, can you imagine what his sentiments are? So, well, they, they know they're going to know how to push his buttons, too. Yeah, they are. And with that being said, you don't want people talking about you like this. Like, the way we are talking about this Pittsburgh Steelers team, sound like we're talking about the Browns or something like that. Tight is not a good word. You're right, which is why you're trying to push people – to just be themselves. The loss happened. Like, suck it up. Be a pro. But again, the veteran leadership from this team got to show guys what this looks like. I think for them, the players, tight is good. As long as something positive happens early and often. Something positive, DK, has to happen early with this team. Defensively or offensively. That's where Doug, I'm at. That'll loosen them up. Doug points out that Jim Schwartz is talking crap. Who's Jim Schwartz? Defensive coordinator for the Browns. He is? Yeah, he is. Jim Schwartz is defensive coordinator. No, no, no. He, I mean, he's he's talking crap? Yeah, I can believe that. I can believe he might have sprinkled something out there. He ain't got to play, though. No, no, he doesn't. Nor does he need to motivate his people, you know? Yeah, no. Dr. Shadow is always trying to poke at you here. What, hey, what was your worst game he wants to know? <sighs> I'm going to sound cocky here, but I don't know if I had a worse game. Go ahead. I, I don't. I've had some worse moments. Um, and as a team, we we got our butts whooped against Jacksonville in that playoff game at home. Worst game, worst moment was probably the Ben nose-breaking situation. Uh, trying to figure, figure out uh, Geno Atkins the first time I played him, thinking I could snatch him. And um, he just ran underneath my pads a little bit, but I adjusted. That was one of the things I, I felt like I was good at as adjusting on the fly. Uh, worst moments was probably Ben's moment with the Haloti Nada, Gino the first time I saw him, and that Jacksonville Jaguars playoff game. We just got our beat. I, I still – that one more than any other, even more so than the Cleveland one, I just can't fathom that it happened. Yeah, you know, it, it was it was so beyond belief. That team was so stacked in in every regard, and then the last thing you thought was going to be that they would just run right up your nose. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, here's John, one. And, uh, John wants to know. Ah, come, sorry, this is way more important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> John wants to know what happens when you really got to go during a game. Honestly, you don't have to. It's it's like uh, F one drivers. I never had to go during a game. Uh, or NASCAR drivers. Like, in the moment, I think the system shut down unless something gets knocked out of you. I've seen guys have loose bowels because of, like, extreme heat where they just – their systems <laughs> shut down. I've seen that where guys just had loose, like, their system shut down. I don't think I've ever known anybody who's like, man, I got to go. I know Lamar Jackson, I think, this conspiracy behind his a few years back. 
was he had to go to the bathroom. You don't really have to because most of the times all you hear in the locker room other than music playing is the it's the toilet flushing. Like guys <laughs> legitimately get it all out. One of the things that always happened with me was I had to like pee like five, six times before going out on the field. And just the nerves flushing everything out like legitimately. You don't usually have to during the game. And then, of course, you got gloves on too. Richard wants to know, hey, Moan, why is Broderick Jones getting oh reps God. at right tackle instead of Spencer Anderson? I thought Anderson can play all O-line positions. You don't want to put him out there. Like, it's just simply the answer. You don't want to put him out there in a, in a situation like this with him still learning how to play. You got to think. Some guys come into the league ready-made. Maybe that's Broderick Jones this week. And some guys need a little bit of time. Uh, I would almost think Anderson needs a little bit of time instead of throwing him into the fire like that, even with him making a 53-man roster. Sometimes making a 53-man roster is all on that P word, and that's potential. Tyler Johnson wants to know, what makes the Steelers so good on Monday nights historically? It's that. I said it earlier, DK. Guys understand big game moments, and every game should be that. But in prime time, uh, there is a different feel. There's a different expectation. You know the world is watching, too. And all this is like theatrics of what it is. It's just you don't want to be embarrassed. That's it. Like, we always carried that torch, DK. Don't, no, not not tonight. Not when my teacher in the seventh grade told me I wasn't going to mount to nothing. Like, you hear that. This is for the girl that, that turned me down five, six times. Like, I bet she's going to watch tonight. You know, it's all of those things that happen. <laughs> this is for my mama that took me to those football games, and I know she was tired, and she worked a double shift. Like, that's what Monday night football is, man. Like, you live out your dreams and get your name said for the world to see for all the ones that did believe in you and all the ones that didn't believe in you. Like, that is the mantra of Monday night football. God, that's the reason it's the number one show in America is because of that. Like, people tune in for it, and guys know to stand up for that game. Taking two more today, Marvin Wallace comes in and says, hey, Mo, we all need to settle down. We all have bad days. But what is it going to take for this team to get nasty physical? Marvin, I'll be honest with you. If we don't see nasty from the get-go on Monday night, I'm going to question this team a lot. Yeah, that's it, coming. It, there ain't no speech you can give for them not to come out ready to punch somebody in the mouth. Like, that's... I ain't only want to be short with you, Marvin. But if we got to motivate them after what happened last week, we 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 in for a very below five hundred season. Yeah, I, I honestly, some of the answers to questions that I got this week about physical play and about having to to really ramp it up and whatever was a lot of what you'd want to hear, Moan, which is that we don't need to, you know, go around the room and say, "Hey, you, are you gonna be mean and?" physical and nasty nah. and snarly on it that, that doesn't mm. have to happen and you nah. know who, who do you think's gonna walk over to Quan alexander's stall and tell him that i want to bring up one since you brought the linebackers up yeah. i do want to see that human missile let's go landon roberts let's go how about but, well, Quan can do it too but i know yeah. but but you you told me all camp that hey could nobody mm -hmm. touch you landon if there's going to be a tone setter it comes from that New England, you know, that lineage that they have up there and go mm -hmm. to Miami and all those things. He's a seasoned guy. If we're looking for somebody besides C.J. Watt on that defense and Minka, he landed. And I, I kind of need it, bro. I all do. Right. I kind of need it. Yeah, I kind of need it, D.K. 
That's interesting. I hadn't thought of it that way, but you could have a guy that just comes out and makes a makes a physical impact. It might even be a guy uh, from the back end. It could be a Desmond King. He's done it. It could be Keanu Neal. He's done it. You know and what you, I'm saying? And it may even come in a different phase. You remember Roosevelt Knicks? Oh, boy. Baltimore game mm-hmm. when he ran down and smashed somebody on, on kickoff coverage? Mm-hmm. I'm expecting it to be Landon, but if it's a teamer, Marvin, as you asked that question earlier, then somebody's got to pop somewhere, man, uh, as necessary. Guys, we appreciate everybody's time uh, and everybody's contributions today, everybody watching, everybody participating, everybody, every, everything ing. <laughs> yeah, 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 DK. And uh, a special show of appreciation. Oh, did he leave? David Reed from Birmingham, England. It just popped in. Oh, man, that's beautiful. Just like that. Pretty cool, right? Just, I, yeah. I came here from England. He didn't even – I don't think he put two and two together and realized that the Ramon show was starting in two minutes. <laughs> he was when just he there. came in. He's like, yeah, like you want to you wanna be on? Sure. Yeah. That's anyway. a good question, too, right here, DK. We're going to run it back on Monday. You're going to be occupied. No, I think we're fine. I mean, okay. it's, it's, the game doesn't start till like eight twenty, right? It's actually perfect timing. Let's get some stuff out of our system here before we get going. Check this thing on out, DK. We'll yeah. get the actives and inactives by that time too, right? Uh no, that's ninety minutes before kickoff. Ninety minutes before. We'll get the rule out tomorrow, then, huh? Saturday. You're gonna hear a lot of yeah. There's yeah. gonna we're just gonna, we'll, we'll have some new information by that point, but I don't know that there's gonna be a whole lot of surprises on either side of the football. I mean, with Lario not going today at all, that's go ahead. Pat Frymuth, FP today, full oh, yeah. participation. That's, that's why I say don't, don't ever doubt him. That, I was a little shocked. I, no, no, no. He, he, I told you. He told me on uh, what is it Wednesday? He was like. He goes, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm or is good. This, I had that chest <laughs> contusion. Like, my chest still pops now from freaking cartilage, DK. It sucks. That, that ain't no easy right here, to right get here, over in a, in a, right in a, there in the sternum. It sucks. I had one of those I from hockey it. when Ooh. I was younger. Years it was there. Years I yeah. felt it. Yeah. My, mine still does. I go to stretch. I get a mm-hmm. pop out of my yeah, it sternum. Sucks. It sucks. It sucks. All right, guys. Don't stay tuned or anything. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do anything like that, man. Absolutely, man. Peace. Who gets the award? This The crowd does, man. Everybody included. We, we got a little heated yesterday. Not even heated. We had a strong talk yesterday, and I think it's good. Right. It Everybody comment strong. It was healthy. That's what it was. And I think I got Robert showed up again today, man. He said he was smoking a Swisher Sweet today, having a good time by himself. We can talk these things out, man. Y'all are the cool. best. That was very cool. Robert was actually first one on the show. He was, man. So shout out to him and y'all too, man. This crown is just for getting through that war zone we had last week against the 49ers. That's it, DK. That's it, man. We survived. We got another game, and after that, we got another one too. Let's just hope this one is a dub, DK. What do you think about that? Well, what do you think about that? More important, uh, Demond. Demond says thirty-one to three Steelers. What you got? That'd be beautiful if that happened. Cleveland's gonna come out swinging. They just mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only want to get a prediction on this one because they have seen North Ball. I don't think we've seen Cleveland be this balanced. I don't think we've ever seen Cleveland be mom other than a freaking defensive coordinator saying something. Uh, mm-hmm. This is new territory for us. It is. It's different. I, I, you know, I see Wade saying old-fashioned AFC Central. I, I'm not 
I don't know. I'm not feeling yeah. that. I'm not seeing uh, – I don't see a game that's going to be just grinded out. I really don't. I, I almost wish that would happen because that would be something that would – you know, that would present a, probably a more entertaining, not to mention a more favorable result Yeah. Uh, for the Steelers. But I, I just – I don't know. I, 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 I think it's going to look like a week two football game. Okay. Meaning there's still going to be mistakes, miscommunications, both sides. Yeah, yeah. Broken this, plays, broken plays. This is solid right here, DK. From my guy Kevin, man. Debo would be disappointed in trophies for all. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Only one trophy for the group, man. Y'all <laughs> pass it around. <laughs> about that? Debo going to be really disappointed they don't stop this daggone run. Oh, he's going to offer his services. You know he's ready to play. I mean, him and Joey Porter. I mean, we saw Joey fight somebody before the game in Cleveland. Think about this, baby. I mean, seriously. Uh, that 13-3, and three, Mark, I, I want this. I, I want what Francesco has going on, too, along with Minka. Kenny you'll throws have, two TDs in the game for the first you'll time. You'll have some of that. Night. You need the pass rush going. Mm-hmm. We have some of that, too. So, yeah. There's there's a lot that's uh, there's a lot that's going to have to go into uh, a win. Uh, Manuel points out that it's Independence Day in Mexico to all of our Mexican viewers and listeners. Hey. Happy Independence Day! I guess that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Who did Mexico declare independence from? That would have been Spain, right? Yeah. I'm just trying to think. <laughs> Should I ask one, one of my kids? Kind of obvious. Should I ask one of my kids? I would ask Siri right now, but I'm. I'm afraid hey, to do this. Hey, Siri. <laughs> yeah. Who did Mexico <laughs> declare independence from? Oh, here, here uh, it is. Traitors. Spain. Spain. <laughs> Jesse. Oh, Jesse came in with the traitors, man. I, this think is... Jesse, I think Jesse's coming at us from Spain, actually. He is. <laughs> That's actually really good. <laughs> That's actually really cool. I like this, too. Mo, a few more losses will switch from Stogies. <laughs> For bong, there you go. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, we get more answers, DK. Gracias, and yes, and si, Spanish. That's right, absolutely. Yes. All right, well, we declare our independence from Jesse and his people here on the show. Yeah, and uh, everyone have a good weekend. We will hook up here again Monday at four o'clock. All right, you know the motto, y'all. Enjoy yourselves, make it back to us on Monday. Meet a friend, call somebody you ain't talked to in a while. Bye. Buy somebody a random brew and have a random conversation, DK. That's fair. Bye-bye, everybody.